in the kayfabe justice system, there are people represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The referees, who call the matches, and the fat guys, who watch the show. This is WrestleCourt. Just assume the theme's playing for you guys. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to Wrestle Boys. We're back after some scheduling issues. It's fine. Christmas is coming right. up. Shut up. Christmas is coming up. Everyone's busy. I'm Allie. He... He's Mega Fighter. That's Rock Town. I'm Mega Fighter. This and if Rock you Town. came here to uh, hear about modern day uh, WWE, kiss my ass. The wrong place. <laughs> Yeah, really. We're this deep into 2002. You think we're going to talk about 2020 wrestling? I mean, some guy got lit on fire, but that's all I know. <laughs> that's all. That's all I. That's all I follow of WWE right now is that who got lit Ray on Wyatt fire? Got lit on fire. Oh yeah. man! You t- <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I follow WWE news is um, I guess I'm just waiting for the bottom to fall out. Vince is an asshole. Unionized. There we go. That's the. <laughs> that's all we need to know. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, so we are this is the first show after no way out and we are on the i would say the highway exit to wrestlemania i don't know the metaphor for this the the gas stop the gas stop bathroom to wrestlemania the gas station bathroom to (laughs) wrestlemania you just bought like you you just bought that like frozen burrito and you used their like in-store microwave to cook it and now you're just on their toilet and you're crying. Yeah, so and it's probably, it's probably at least two days out of date. Oh yeah, they didn't even and, they didn't even bother marking it off of like when it expires. It's just been in there for God knows how long. We're on the we're on the fast lane to WrestleMania. But the upside is a cup of soda is eighty nine cents. <laughs> so. So we are coming from the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois, and there is no time for like for like the no, fucking saliva. No theme intro song. No, it's fucking Pantera. Uh, no theme song. All right, no, it's Anthrax. I was I was wrong correcting you. Uh, oh man, there's no time for a theme song or pyro because Stone Cold's pissed. <laughs> so, you so, know he he he. He went back to the hotel that night, and he had to spend, like, an hour getting all that fucking paint off. <laughs> so, as he's coming out, JR is hyping this shit to fucking hell. The music he... is slightly too loud, and he's just kind of rambling, like, the plot over... He he just recaps all of the fucking No Way Out in, like, 90 seconds. <laughs> he referred... He actually, at one point, refers to what the... Uh, one of the first things he says, he refers to what the NWO did uh, to cost Stone Cold the title as figuratively raped. Oh, my God. I didn't hear I that. Didn't hear, I didn't yeah. hear that. I heard the part where he said they ripped his heart out. Cut. Well, when they you got him on, they did cut him on Stone Cold. I jumped in. Uh, like, if you guys remember, I jumped in when initially when you guys were in like five minutes, and so I went back and watched the the five minutes I missed, and I kept going back to make sure that he said that, and yes, he did. Thank you for catching that, Jesus Christ, Jr. What the hell? So, Stone so, so Cold went, is. Hang on. Hang on, I want to. Uh, sorry, I want to. Uh, sorry, because uh, I want to uh, describe the other things he said uh, during this. He he uh, t- he played this up so much. He was saying the underworld wants to try and lose their careers, 
Austin's heart was stripped of his body and his soul was desecrated. They orchestrated a statistically cold and calculated attack. They farted in his mouth and didn't give him a phone number. <laughs> I... <laughs> they fucked him in the ass and didn't have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. <laughs> they they took him to the glory hole but didn't even bother to buy him a drink first <laughs> it's really just like that but yeah Stone Cold is pissed and wants like the NWO's asses uh, also the thing I noticed is his voice is shot <laughs> his voice is shot because I imagine doing all that shouting like he does with the gravelly voice does not help your throat at all. So after Stone Cold shouts a bunch and calls out the NWO to beat all three of their asses, the NWO attack the frame rate. And they walk out at a brisk 12 frames per second. At a brisk 12 frames per second. And then the ramp is too difficult for Kevin Nash, so they turn around and walk back up it. <laughs> Oh. Is is that a is that a five degree incline? That's it's too rich for my blood. He, just, he probably just he probably just takes one look at that ram and going, oh Jesus, oh God, uh, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. Not without another ten thousand dollar payoff, Vince. Stone Cold uh. wants to whoop their ass and is very angry that they turned around and walked away. Calls them chicken shits, which isn't censored, which is interesting. It's yeah, Raw isn't censored, but SmackDown is. This has been like a recurring theme with like these shows, but it's like Well, I thought chicken shit was I thought chicken shit was like on the no no word list. You'd think so. Well to be fair, they censored the hole in asshole, but if you say ass and hole, it's not ass. censored. Also hole. <laughs> Bring that classic AVGN bit up. Television sure is weird. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's because, um, you know, TNN is like the more adult, was like the more adult network and like UPN is a bit more family oriented. So like kind of half, that's my guess. That sounds about right. Because I think it's like, this is TV 14 and the Smackdowns are rated like PG. I think it's like PG VL or something like that. Yeah. Uh, So... Stone Cold is angry that the NWO is not listening to him. So he tries to stage a strike. Now, here's the bad thing. He's technically an independent contractor and not susceptible to being in a union, so his strike is ineffective. <laughs> Unionize. Anyway. <laughs> I kind of was hoping that like Stone Cold would just like sit all mopey in a chair and everyone would just have to wrestle matches around him like he's yeah, just he's sitting like in the in corner. corner he's in one corner and they can't do irish whip spots in that corner also His you got three work. other turnbuckles it's fine i just got i'm just around. sitting here with my steve weisers let me pop one open right now and <laughs> I, I got i got props ah that was beautiful <laughs> There's suddenly a there's suddenly a cutaway to a PSA from Jesse Ventura about union and union. Breaker union, fuck Vince. That made Jesse Ventura feel pretty good. <laughs> anyway, uh, four weeks to Tower Skittles, so that's bad. We didn't get and this like we, last we bring week. out the we bring out this we bring out the scab buster Kurt Angle. <laughs> 
I don't know why Kurt Angle's out here and upset about. I don't the know. Fact that he wants to go he to doesn't... WrestleMania, but like he got in a car last night and drove off, so maybe he should just wait. <laughs> Isn't he driving? Yeah, wasn't he supposed to be driving to can driving to WrestleMania? He's driving to WrestleMania, but he forgot where it was. <laughs> and how did he? How did he? Like, where was? Wait, where was? Um, no way out last week. Last week, fucking, there was the Sunday, but you know what I mean. The night before. Yeah, the night before, because it's see. like. And we have 2002. They were in Wisconsin. Yeah, they were in Wisconsin, and Chicago's just so, a drive from that. Okay, but it's in the wrong direction, Toronto. <laughs> oh, and, uh, Don't tell Kurt, the Olympian where to go. <laughs> oh, and Kurt, can you, uh, now that now that you're here, can you give back Angel's car? So, Kurt Angle <laughs> is being... Ah, God Kurt, Angle, Kurt, Kurt Angle wants to attempt to escort Stone Cold out of the ring with the help of security who apparently are also secret police officers. And I think that's some sort of entrapment. <laughs> he, he keeps claiming that these are off-duty cops, but they have security written, like, on the back of their shirts in all caps. It says security. Like, these security is a private company. They're not off-duty cops. Like, it, like, the security for an arena is a private company. So, like, that just brings up the question... Did they not have police uniforms, or? <laughs> All right, I'm going to also look up. Oh, wow, this is not what I expected. Okay. I want to, I'm not sure if that, I have this weird question. How often are security at, like, an event arena? Do they actually have the word security plastered on what they're wearing? They probably either have security or just staff on their on their clothing somewhere okay. so, they, so I, that you know your, your staff it's not like that situation where like i went into a mcdonald's with my work shirt and like two old ladies came up to me complaining about how they're out of straws <laughs> and it's like i don't work here <laughs> genuine question how do you do how do you think that this is a mcdonald's employee when it says speedway on the shirt well the, the shirt didn't say speedway back then well it's on uh. or the speedway's on the back of my neck weirdly uh, you know, the, the first place you look when you're looking at someone. Uh, like, on my, on my, on all of my McDonald's merch, like, it has, like, the McDonald's logo. Even, check like, the, the nape sweater. of your neck to see like, if you're from McDonald's. Wear has, like, a little M on the chest. So it's like, so why would it be on the back Stone Cold head? just, like, barges in and clocks one of the off-duty officers, <laughs> meaning that Stone Cold's going to jail. I have to wonder is is the is there a like especially notable like charge for uh, for attacking an off-duty police officer? I don't know because they didn't have any like like they didn't have any indicator that they were officers like a badge was, or an ID they, card. They, they say security on the back of their shirts. I'm not convinced. It's funny I don't remember this happening, but it's been a while since we watched the show. Uh, good thing we got notes. Um, so in Chicago, from the looks of it, uh, aggravated battery on a police officer will be punished in relation to the conduct charge. The offense can be a class X, class one, class two, or class three felony, dependent on the circumstances surrounding the crime. So this can range from either two what to five. What the fuck? Years. What? Many fights can lead to battery charges. However, if you face such charges after getting into a fight with an off-duty cop who is acting as a security guard 
or with many other kinds of public workers or employees, the consequences of conviction to be more secure. So they can be security. What the fuck? Right. Whoa. <laughs> I, thanks, Shouse California Law Group. I don't. Thanks. Thanks, Calif. I was looking for like Chicago, but I guess. Okay. Um, if we can find that, you can under, get. Like... Um, it is an imprisonment, not exceeding one year. And also a fine of $10,000. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that's the California law, but fuck it, we'll stick with that for now. All we know is that Stone Cold, you on the fuck it list. You're on the rap sheet. It's a rap sheet. You're on the sheet. rap sheet. Shut up. I forgot. I was hoping you would fucking follow through, but no. I... Never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> we're failing at the <laughs> you and the rap sheet and then it's going to play go. again for an unexplicable reason now there we go. <laughs> we're, we're such professionals here oh yeah <laughs> I need a board. soundboard alright alright uh, so, yeah, during the assault of the off-duty cops, which, as it turns out, they might actually be off-duty cops, uh, you can hear, like, you can hear, like, the mic break as soon as, like, Stone Cold, like, froze the mic. That was kind of a common thing of, like, if they threw the mic, it would just kind of make, like, a <laughs> sound. Yeah. Also, Stone Cold repeatedly throwing beers at, um, at Kurt Angle, which I'm fairly certain is also some sort of crime, but I'm not really sure if, like... <laughs> Um, that would be assault, but not battery. Assault, assault but not battery. Because, like, if you we spit like at someone, that's assault, because you're attempting to harm them, even if it's not successful. <laughs> I didn't think this whole fucking week would be Rasslecord, but apparently the NWO want to commit various small crimes. The NWO and Stone Cold. Yes, and Stone Cold, crime. as it turns out. It's a lot of crime we'll get, happening. We'll get to it. <laughs> Well, first, the Hardy Boys are back. <laughs> oh, well, first off, I think they arrest Stone Cold and they take him away. And I guess the cops are just going to let these free civilians come out and just yell at the guy they're arresting. I didn't know you could just do that. Because the NWO kind of taunt him as he's being taken away. <laughs> he's going to jail. Huh? And it's like, is the cops just let that happen? You think civilians would be told to stay back when they're arresting a dangerous criminal like Stone Cold? Not when you're the NWO, who apparently are some sort of, like, independent, like an independent terrorist faction, according to Vince. <laughs> I know. But yes, we have the Hardy Boys with Lita versus Christian and Lance Storm. So, this was a good match. Um, It was harmless in the sense of, like, it was pretty standard for a tag team match. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. I uh, Christian still does his uh, temper tantrum thing. Oh, yeah, they show NikeRunning.com, which does redirect to Nike.com slash running. Uh, so it kind of shifted it around a bit, but I guess it's the same thing. They, they held on to the domain. <laughs> you think most shoes would be for walking and running? Right? I guess these are for specifically running. Like, walking is like something you do every day, but running if you, is like a little more intense. So, it's shoes for running, but if you walk on those running shoes, someone's going to beat your ass. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> uh, whoever owns a Nike sponsorship right now. 
What basketball player has a Nike sponsorship? Colin Kaepernick just runs up and like Tanya Harding's me because like you're not running in the running shoes. You're walking <laughs> now. Colin, why? Like, Colin, why? <laughs> then he takes your shoes. It's like, give me those. It's like, no. <laughs> Come back when you can run. <laughs> ah, my leg. <laughs> It's like the fight the persona frees you. Yeah. In reverse. He he ruins your leg and then takes your running shoes. Yeah. Bad. Terrible esoteric jokes. That's what we are about here at Rassel Voice. Owen Hart kicked your leg out of your leg. Ah! So also good. I think Stephanie talks to Kurt because like Kurt is siding with Stephanie over Triple H. Oh, by the way, Hardy Boys win. Yeah, Hardy Boys they, win. They win after like like uh, standard Matt Hardy Boy things. On, yeah, Matt hit something on Christian after the temper tantrum, like twist a fade. Yeah, he twist a fade uh, him. Swanton bomb. Anyway, so we get to Kurt Angle and Stephanie. As oh, Stephanie yeah. just pretty much tells Kurt Angle that Triple H will never be champion as long as she's in the company. And then Ric Flair just books the main event of, like, Triple H versus Kurt Angle for the number one contendership for WrestleMania again. So, um, if you bought, if you bought No Way Out 2002, you're a Fuck fucking you. idiot. <laughs> fucking moron. We're having that main event again. We're gonna do it again. <laughs> Thanks for the money, sucker. Thanks for the 50 bucks, bitch. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair making Kurt fight Triple H again for this, and then uh, it, it. I tried it to justify just, it with it like nullifies a... the win that he did. I get that Steph helped him, but this is dumb. If they were gonna, it maybe they should have had to maybe have Trips win in the first place if they were just gonna do it again. No, no, it's like Triple H loses because Stephanie's the special guest referee, and she's not in this one. It's like but you're overturning the result of the pay-per-view. <laughs> it doesn't matter how. Like, imagine winning a title at a pay-per-view and then the ra next Raw, you're just giving it to the other guy in the match. <laughs> Hi, Finn Balor. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Zack Ryder. Oh. <laughs> uh. Hi, Christian. <laughs> Hi, Christian. <laughs> just so many. So many examples of that happening. Except Finn Balor did get injured, but I think they just awarded it to Rollins afterward. No, no, I think, no, he won the match for it. No, I think it was Kevin Owens, wasn't it? No, no, because, like, he fought Rollins for the title, and then he he won, but he, like, blew his shoulder after a buckle bomb. I think they vacated it and then had, like, a, like, Tournament a or something. match. Yeah. yeah. And I think Kevin Owens won that. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Owens won it, and then Brock Lesnar won, or Goldberg, or whoever. Holy so, fuck. bad times. Undertaker's trying to find Ric Flair, and he's just screaming at someone, like, where's Ric Flair's office? Where's Ric Flair's office? You and work here's for the him, don't you know? And here's, the thi and here's the thing. Don't they, every time they show Ric Flair's office, it has a Ric so Flair on it? <laughs> It shows a door with like Ric Flair, yeah, like WWF co-owner. It's like Jesus Christ, Taker. Do you not? That's the door. That's the door. That's the door. Fucking Taker. Taker, what the hell? <laughs> Do you not pay attention? Do you not watch the show? 
<laughs> Who watches this shit? <laughs> so then Ric Flair's in his office and Undertaker kicks his door in and he starts like yelling at, and like, Damn. oh no, wait, Rick, Rick like gets up and starts going into like the fucking fisticuffs position. I asked his Ric Flair fear response, which is to do the put your dukes up thing. It just seems it. to be his default position whenever someone confronts him. Yeah, but he's not even like known for punches. He's known for chops. Undertaker's yeah. like, like, why, why are you getting so jumpy, Rick? It's not like I kicked your door in or something. It's like, it's like, dude, like you could have just knocked. I don't need respect. <laughs> Fucking oh yeah, he talks about how he doesn't need Ric Flair's respect. Which completely invalidates the fact that he just had a match with The Rock about respect. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think it was over the fact that Ric Flair hit him with a pipe. Yeah, he's mad that Flair hit him with a pipe during his match with The Rock. But again, he says he doesn't need Flair's respect after doing an entire, like, feud over Rock's respect. Yeah, it was just an exchange. It was just an exchange of words over that. And the weird demand of not needing respect after needing respect. But enough of that shit. The NWO wants to go to Dairy Queen. They just fucking leave. <laughs> like, they're getting into the car. They were just going to head out. And, like, Hogan's like, no, I got some shit I need to do. Yeah, it's just the outsiders just leave. <laughs> so, like, okay. So Paul and Nash are going to Dairy Queen. They are getting a. They're getting the. They're getting the blizzards. They're getting French fries. We're bringing back. We're bringing back uh, blizzards at a thing in 2002 because there were several. Blizzards. There were several different kinds of blizzards all the time. I'm just wondering if brownie batter was a flavor yet because that's the best. Oh one. no, that that didn't arrive till much later. I'm pretty sure. I uh, feel like I feel like you're right on that. Yeah, I but, don't but think I, I think the brownie batter blizzard was like way later than that. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Anyway. Uh Me oh yeah, we got we got the next match. Mr. Perfect versus Kane. Where Mr. Perfect starts off by immediately pointing out like uh NFL player Brian Erlicker. <laughs> Brian Erlicker's in the in the arena. <laughs> He's in front row, and he just looks really like he just wants to be left alone. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's like, hey, camera. No, he's just like, I'm trying to watch guys. Trying to watch, <laughs> trying to watch the match. I know. I, I mean, if you probably looked at him, you, you, you could. It was hard to tell if he actually, uh, like, build-wise that he looked like a football player. But, I, I mean, you know, obviously when they're wearing the equipment, they look a lot bigger. But I don't know, just like his head and his face, he looked like a complete what the nerd fuck? to me. <laughs> Brian Erlacher just announced two days ago that he's coming back. <laughs> ah. I don't Wait, know. What? I... Yeah, isn't he retired? He's 40 and he's coming back. <laughs> oh, well, hey, how about that? This this episode of Rassle Boy is now super topical. Oh, yeah. Unintentional 40... topical. He's actually 42, but whatever. But whatever, he's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> I hope his legs don't explode. <laughs> so so uh, here's a weird thing I noticed. I'm like 90% certain that Mr. Perfect is wearing his singlet backwards. <laughs> yeah, we weren't sure. Like, maybe maybe we're wrong here because it's like... It makes me think, are, like, black are, in the front. are wrestling singlets double-sided? I don't know. 
Yeah. It's anyway. all black in the front, and then on the back of it, it has the blue. But that doesn't feel right. <laughs> no, I it's feel like it's always in his, on his chest. Like, it doesn't feel right. It feels like it should be the other way around, or should it be, like, blue on both sides? Yeah, or, like, like yeah, symmetrical that. almost. Yeah. So this was very weird. Also, in visual weirdness, like the smoke, like the this match, like there was some, there was a lot of smoke coming out after Kane's pyro. We think something got burnt. Oh yeah, Kane's like, pyro like went off, but like it's continued burning, and it like started filling the arena with smoke. <laughs> this seems to be a recurring problem in the arenas they go to. Is like. I don't know if it's like ventilation or just like you know. I I said I something missed... with the pyro, something with maybe what they use for the pyro that it, it just causes so much smoke. I was gonna say I'm glad I I used to miss the pyro, but like in hindsight, and the fact that I'm very sensitive to fire smoke and I live in a place that lights on fire every summer, I would it's... I would have to leave that fucking arena almost every night. Because the fucking smoke drift would like blow in, and I would start hacking up a lung. <laughs> I'd be the worst. I, yeah, it's most likely a poor like a ventilation problem. So that's probably why like individual wrestler pyro just stopped being a thing. Like you get some opening match pyro occasionally, but yeah. Uh, I don't want to remember how this match ended. I feel like. I this feel was like chokes. Uh, Kane, Kane. Kane just choke slams the fuck out of Mr. Perfect. Oh yeah. yeah, it's pretty much a Kane squash match. Which, given the fact that Mr. Perfect won the well, that, I'm sorry, didn't win. I'm sorry. I was he was in say, the final. He, he was in the final he was three. In the I final believe. three of the final Royal three, Rumble. Yeah. You would think they would reward him for that. And they've he they've done absolutely no, nothing with him. The his. final three was weirdly was weird and inexplicable to me. So I'm kind of glad they didn't overbook him after that. All right, so we get this match over. I forgot if Brian Ehrlicher like did anything, or did or did Kurt Hag just yell at him from? He, no, he like, just yelled he, at Brian Erlacher. Yeah, right. he just he didn't. There wasn't anything that happened. He just I think this was really close to Erlacher's rookie year because like he retired in uh, like 2016. This was also like a year before he went to TNA. Brian Erlacher or Mr. Perfect? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yes. <laughs> actually, um, Erlacher actually retired in 2013. Shut up. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, no. Um, uh, Hennig didn't. Hennig didn't do TNA until like no wait yeah it was 2002 2003. He went to TNA and then he died. <laughs> went to TNA and then he died. Because and he went to TNA because they fired him after the fucking plane ride. Oh yeah, the plane ride from hell. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna Brian have to cover Erlicher that. I think. Did, uh, <laughs> to... Yeah, and Brian Erlicher like wrestled in a pay per view sometime in like the two thousands, and then the Bears said, "No, don't do that." <laughs> I can't find anything on his Wikipedia page about re- uh, uh, about wrestling. It's in other work. It's uh, like a sentence about how he worked. For the NWA TNA promotion. Okay. Uh, oh, there it this, is. Okay, keep this it. date in mind. May 5th, 2002. <laughs> May 5th, 2002. I think there was a pay-per-view on that time. Insurrection. So. 
So interaction, yeah. Yeah, we'll fight, we'll, a, we'll cover the plane ride from hell on that date. <laughs> interaction's a fucking hell of a like a hell of a date because one, it's the fucking it was the fucking plane ride from hell. It's also the last WWF pay per view. Oh, cool. We're approaching that. We're getting the F out. Yeah, we're getting the F out. So but uh I want to quick mention that I saw this uh, sign in the audience. Um, I'm not sure when, but I just love that there was a cynic in the audience of Chicago that had the sign Cubs suck. It's true. <laughs> it's damn true. <laughs> it's I'm not I'm... true anymore because they did finally win a World Series in 2016. I was going to say, think... didn't that open an alternate dimension where there's a plague? <laughs> <Didn't>... <laughs> I mean... Uh, <laughs> That's one way to look at it. I mean, if Thanks, they Cubs. in 2015, then, then Doc Brown would have been correct, but... Alright, so we get the, uh, we get Hulk Hogan coming out to do the thing he said he wanted to do. It's mostly talking about how the audience took him for granted. His words. Uh, I think it's your words. Shut up. He's, he, start, he's, he starts <laughs> out, like, being... If I remember correctly, I'm so relatable, brother. Uh, uh, you remember? Like Shane, you remember when Shane I wrestled Andre at WrestleMania three? Remember yeah, all those he, times I ripped off my shirt and touched I, Miss Elizabeth's bottom? Oh, he totally <laughs> touched. Oh no! When I wrestled the eight hundred thousand pound giant in front of two billion people at the Super Silverdome, dude, brother Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Number just, one. It starts to tank the gimmick a bit of him being like the invading heel because people are kind of cheering for him because they do miss Hulk well, Hogan. Like Hulk Hogan is being cheered for despite him like he's he quickly pivots to insulting the audience, but they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't. They're just happy that Hogan's back. And then a very strange reference from the commentary talking about how like you know, pe like popular, important people coming back constantly is like Michael Jordan, <laughs> or like Michael Jordan's career, how it was. And uh, he left the uh, Bulls after retiring after his uh, sixth playoffs victory, and he came back to play for the for the Wizards. <laughs> uh, I believe it was the Wizards. That was that was like his because he had a lot of retirements. He retired he three times, I believe. Yeah. He retired the, the first time he retired, I, I, and then and then he went to play baseball for a bit. Then he did then Space he went, Jam. Then he did Space Jam. Then he came back to play basketball and won some more. Uh, won Got a the couple more titles. And then he retired again. And then, then he, he unretired and joined the Wizards, and no one cared. <laughs> and then he, he became. The and then he became an owner. Oh yeah, he owns the uh, Hornets. That team's bad. That team's. What are you talking about? They had Scottie Pippen. <laughs> no, they didn't. The Charlotte Hornets? <laughs> no, he was he was in the Bulls, and then he went to the fucking Trailblazers. I thought Jack Packer told me that he played for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> that's a reference most people are going to get. <laughs> ah, that's why I wanted to make it. Anyway. You smell? You smell? Yeah, The Rock comes out. I saw a sign that said Danny D is a Chinese bat. <laughs> what? I also saw one that just called Ric Flair old. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I saw the Hogan Fears Aging Hogan sign. Hogan Fears Aging, which was like massive and right next to Hogan's head. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, before I, before Rock came out, uh, there was a. I did like Hogan giving a nice little uh, shot at the what chance by adding Chagunna do. Chagunna do. You ever come down to Chagunna do, Florida? <laughs> Chagunna do, Florida. It's like C H A. It's like C H A apostrophe G U N A A D O. <laughs> you ever go to Chagunna do? <laughs> This this segment takes a long time of like they set up that they want to have a match at WrestleMania. Or they talk about how they want to wrestle each other at WrestleMania, how you're the icon and I'm the icon now and And like they, like if we rubbed each other if like we rubbed each other's chest together, we'd like cause a nuclear explosion. Yes. And it just it goes on for so long of whether or not they're gonna like agree to this match that even JR's getting impatient. I put the fake quote on here under my notes. Shit or get off the pot, Jim Ross. (laughs) Come on, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, exactly. King, I'm going to the bathroom. Tell me if if the rock accepts. (laughs) I think it went a little long, but I don't think it was that long. And it it was like... Well, it was long in a long segment because a lot of shit happens. I was falling at this point. I was drifting off. That was how are. long this was going. And I still got the gist of it of like, okay, they want to have the match at WrestleMania. And then, like, Rock sort of jumps him, and then the NWO jumping back. Yeah. Like, this is where it's finally, like, they're acting like the NWO now. They're just beating up a dude. Yeah, they're just beating up a dude, which I'm fine with. Ever. The Rock lands a kind of bad rock bottom because Hogan doesn't jump at the right time. And they have to, like, do it again. <laughs> I wrote down this interaction as, hey, want a WrestleMania? Sure. <laughs> it just, it kind of, it, it, it took forever to get to that. And then, and then we get to, um, I don't know, was there a segment before we cut to, like, Rock getting loaded into the ambulance? Um, or did we so there to? was a uh, commercial break and a snack or two rewind or some shit. Okay. Then they load Rock and his weirdly glowing shoes onto an ambulance. Yeah, I think he pointed out. I, I didn't see it, but you, you, it, you said that he lo- it looked like he was wearing light up sneakers. It's like why Rock? <laughs> why? So as the ambulance pulls out and the camera follows the ambulance, they're cut off by a semi truck that is honking and blocking the road. It's it's the NWO. It's like Holland Nash came back from the Dairy Queen to help <laughs> Hogan beat up the Rock, and now they're going to like lock the Rock in the ambulance with like I think it was like a chain or something. Yeah, they chained up the. I ambulance. thought it was like a they crowbar. I don't know. <laughs> no, they we smashed the windows of the crowbar. We were having this conversation between us as uh, did they. Oh, as to did they rent or not... the semi truck? Did they steal the semi truck? Oh yeah. Did they do they own, rent, or stole the semi truck? Right. <laughs> I think we finally because on, each one brought... each one has its own issues with it. Because if they rented it and damaged it, that would pretty much or, or, like not not even damaged it. Like committed a crime with it. Then they owe that company a lot of money <laughs> and like destruction of property damages. 
we've all we've also got some more fucking crimes from the NWO. Yeah, I think I think we finally settled on that they probably stole it. Considered they after this whole thing happened, they kind of they they ran off in a different vehicle. Yeah. Also, it didn't have the NWO logo <laughs> on it, so that's true. Okay, so we're going to say it is a stolen truck. So they steal the uh, truck after, and then lock the rock in the ambulance, and Hogan gets in the truck and just goes like, beep, beep, brother, and just drives into the fucking ambulance. It's time to, it's time to go, NWO, it's time to, I'm gonna beep, beep, lay brother. the smack, I think he said something like, I'm gonna lay the smack down on his crippled ass, NWO yeah. style. So now we can add uh, onto the onto the list along with the stolen semi truck, destruction of a government vehicle, destruction of a government vehicle, theft of a semi truck, vehicular assault, potential attempted murder, damaging of private property. Uh, I wouldn't say even say potential. I would say straight up attempted murder. Attempted vehicular homicide is what I've got it listed as. Just so much. But and I'm he, fairly certain we did look at like ram, and they don't just ram into the ambulance one time, like three times. Do a roof. They do it three times. They are trying to murder this man. These are these are like we're looking at life sentences here. I imagine. Pretty much. Like I don't, I don't think we have this the the straight numbers written down right now. Right? No, I'm doing research. Okay, he's doing research. Destruction. We will get a, we will get if a... the destruction of government property exceeds one hundred dollars, the the uh, the defendant is subject to two a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine, potentially ten years imprisonment or both. Okay, and I can see that. Yeah, this probably exceeded a hundred dollars in damage. So we're going now to continue with a vehicular assault charge which is a felony. It can be probation up to five years or three years in prison. After that, we have attempted vehicular manslaughter. Attempted vehicular homicide. Homicide, excuse me. Manslaughter is an accidental charge. Yeah, it was on purpose because he did it more than once. Uh, yes. He was directly trying to do it. The thumbnail they use for the... <laughs> if, it's, if it's a thumbnail of, of Hogan hitting the ambulance. <laughs> no, it's it's this. <laughs> That's vehicular manslaughter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just hit, just hit the knee. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> that's wonderful. Okay, yeah, I'm just looking up because attempted and actual are two different things. Yes. The vehicle like is, is this... potentially a deadly weapon, so it could be attempted murder with a deadly weapon. Let me look up attempted. If I'm correct, I think like say vehicular manslaughter is something that is the is what you can only get like a drunk on because most like if they're driving while impaired you can't say they were doing it on purpose or at least generally speaking it's hard to prove that 
I think an attempted murder is 15 years, if from Wait. what I'm looking up. Standing law minimum. Yeah, I'm tagging. Let's see. Oh, this is this is telling the news of a guy who did Pot uh, potentially a maximum of life, but the minimum sentence is five years. Okay. And and if we're in the world of Minority Report, uh, 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 they we they would try. The, the the cops would come in before the murder happened to be charging him with a future murder with a future yeah. <laughs> so well, I, ever, after crashing Hulk Hogan just gets out of the car and he's perfectly fine and then they just sort of scramble for another car and drive <laughs> off the announcers are doing the Owen Hart voice yes <laughs> just like, and uh, Hollywood Hogan you're on the rap sheet yay nice timing <laughs> and then it's gonna do it again Oh no! <laughs> we gotta, oh, man, we gotta find one that does it once. <laughs> we do, man. I should have fucking prepped the rock theme as a fuck up. <laughs> oh no, not that again! <laughs> you can't Damn do it. it on purpose. It's an accident. <laughs> I know, but I should, it would have been hilarious. Man. And um, holy juxtapositions, Batman! The Godfather comes. <laughs> Godfather comes oh, yeah. out. But his escorts are he's sad like, He's like pimping it up. He's fucking dancing. He's having a good time. And his fucking escorts are just looking miserable. They're sad. Yeah, they the look rock terrible. Attack. We like the rock. He's out here to face Booker T, who's just, I guess, we're just going to forget I'm about here. his acting with Test. I'm not with Test anymore. I, we broke up. It Who's was Test. He didn't give me any chocolates with weights in them. <laughs> I think you and I think we all pretty much agreed at this point. Booker T has been done dirty here. He's yeah, like, he's been booked like shit. He's been done super dirty. What he should he be going doing? for a, he should be going for a belt. <laughs> yeah, pick something and stick with it, Vince. Jesus Christ. So he's, this match he's, he's at least good. Go, he's at least a decent wrestler. Like, come on. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's funny. Everyone likes him. Everyone likes him. He's be a great face. Uh, we get a fairly standard match here, and the match ends as I had thought it was going to be, where Godfather is distracted by the fact that his escorts are all sad, and he gets upset. He's like, "Well, no, he, he's prepping the escort train, and he's going like, chugga chugga choo 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 choo, and then all the fucking uh, escorts are just like." But the rock, and he's like, "Come on!" Yeah, they're just—they're just, they just standing in a circle, not even paying attention to the match. Just kind of they're doing what the probably what the audience was doing at that point. Like this whole bit has—I had the thought, <laughs> holy juxtaposition, Batman. Actually, I had the point. I had the thought of this whole bit is actually distracted from the entire rest of the show it's mm -hmm. all everyone's thinking about right now which is where i'm making potentially a uh, controversial take here they should have done this at the end yeah you know what yeah yeah i would just end the show with the rocketing hit with a fucking truck i don't know then you could at least have like a day in well but no they had days. a whole entire raw to do after that <laughs> Yeah. I think this yeah. is top of the hour, so like a whole another hour of Raw to do. Yeah. 
But uh, match ends because Godfather gets distracted by his sad escorts and Booker T like gets a sneak win, which is like I was like, is this how this match is gonna end? And it did, and I was like, yes. So this vehicular homicide is sponsored by Lugs. Uh, I'm saying it's a bit controversial is because I know we tend to generally like it better when there's like a match as the main event of the show, but yeah, considering how crazy this whole thing is, that yeah, it's not something you just yeah, do in the middle of a show every, every day. It's not something you see every show, so it at least would stand out as the main event segment. Yeah, it's not often you can just like hypothetically set up a thing where like Rock can either leave the uh, ambulance before it got hit or got hit but was safe in the ambulance and also just destroy a truck in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't just do that every week. So why not save it for late for like the main event? Yeah. Anyway, lugs. Be sure to buy some shoes instead of instead of driving in a car because you could get hit by a semi truck. Yeah, and make walk, sure you and make sure you pick a lane on walking or running shoes, or Colin's coming back. <laughs> so, or, 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 or the difference between boots and shoes. Actually, no, I don't think Colin would come back because these are lugs and not Nikes. That's right. That's true. <laughs> you didn't buy our brand. I can't do anything about you. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick just walks away disappointed. It's, it's a shame. Walk. I'm gonna have Isn't to go it? beat up another guy with Nike running shoes who isn't running. <laughs> Isn't wasn't Lug's thing like their of uh, being shoes that were you know boots that look like shoes? Um, they they had boots that looked like shoes. I thought they were trying to appeal to like the we're trying to be urban demo. <laughs> Yes. The desperate, yeah, we're hip-hop. Remember Boost Mobile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boost Mobile, where you at? <laughs> just that attempt to appeal to a crowd that's just like, can you just can you guys just give us a phone? <laughs> yeah, but it's totally hip-hop and, and vibin'. And it's like, phone, please. Laffy <laughs> Taffy, I don't know. Shake that Laffy Taffy. Phone! Give me... <laughs> I want phone. I want phone. Right. Don't just start listing area codes, Ludacris. That doesn't help. <laughs> we got we got Goldust and William Regal versus Rob Van Dam and Edge. Ow, my eyes. Oh wait, Ow, wait. Forgot eyes. that uh, the Rock's being rescued by the uh, firefighters. Yeah, our eyes hurt. Not as bad as last as the last few times, but I think it's particularly the SmackDown arena. Because they come out of that little, like, kind of scoop-shaped place where the yeah. Minitron is, and, like, they put the camera in that scoop, and it just obliterates my eyes. <laughs> but, we like, the raw sure stage doesn't do were... that as much. We made sure this time you were in a well-lit room, though. I, so. I had to run and turn my lamps on. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this Edge's entrance? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Because it's aggressive, I guess. Uh, otherwise, a good match, if I recall. Edge taps out Regal he... with the educator. It's that kind of like sideways Mega... figure four he does. I remember Mega Fighter. You you liked the uh, that this was like a tag team match between two 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 teams that where each you know each rust you know 
there were basically two feuds that, that that they brought together and made a tag team match out of. Yeah, I always like those. Those are very standard, but they work because it's like you know that way you don't have just the two do like the two different feuds fighting each other all the time on TV. Uh, noticeably, there was still spray paint on the mat from when they sprayed down the rock. I remember that. Yeah, it just made the whole fucking uh, thing look kind of dingy. <laughs> yeah. These mats have been really dirty these past two weeks. Yeah, they need clean mats. Like, just find a guy who's like a dedicated mat cleaner or just like ball it up and throw it in like some laundry. I don't know. Right. And then we get a recap of the rock beatdown. Yeah. This goes on for a while. I Not as long as the recap on SmackDown, but this still went pretty long. <laughs> I think Jericho cuts a promo at some point. I don't. Yeah. I, I kind of wasn't paying attention. He, Jericho he beat Austin. What? Jericho beat Austin. What? Jericho oh, beat yeah. Austin. At. I don't uh, know have... why, but I wrote the statement, Jericho is a Sega CD. <laughs> I... Okay. We can talk about that because that starts. Oh, yeah. He joins He joins on commentary. He joins on commentary. And then I it's Kurt Angle versus Triple H. His mic is fucked up. And I put down, Jericho now sounds like he's talking out of an NES game. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if I could, um, it might fuck up the recording, actually. I might not do it, but I was going to well, see. Know, it's that sort of like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, if I could just, like, turn on voice mod and turn my voice all 8-bit sounding. <laughs> yeah. His, his, his mic sounded bit crunched. And if you know that sound, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, just for 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 a little while, his mic his mic started to get like this very static buildup. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly, <laughs> just very like that, but with more of like a like a staticky sound to it. It eventually fixes out, but we could not focus on the match because we were just laughing at Jericho's. Like Mike going wrong. For, so for again? any, it was just it was Triple H versus Kurt Angle for the title shot, and Triple H wins it back. So fuck you if you bought the pay per view. Woo! I remember. Oh, then there wasn't there a promo before this where Kurt Angle was talking to Coachman or someone. No, I think it was Jericho. Oh, that I remember. I remember because I remember Kurt doing a promo like near the raw fence, and and I love. Loved him being fun because I think they, I think it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't uh coachman, I don't think, but he was like, they were asking, um, he was asked about uh, the rock, what happened to the, uh, what you know, you know, how horrible that was. Oh, yeah, was, it was angle. <clears throat> yeah, how it was horrible and that he, he was having this match with Triple H. Yeah, I <laughs> love that so oh, much. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did. Maybe the Jericho promo was later, and maybe that was a SmackDown thing. Okay, uh, but I yeah, I, he's such a great and funny. Heel. I all I remember him. is at one point during this match, Jr. goes like, because Triple H goes up to the turnbuckle and Jr. goes like, climb the ladder, and it's like Jr. I also remember him saying, "Angle is an animal when he wants to be, but only when he's awake." I was like, what the fuck? 
I don't remember that, but thank you for bringing that up because that is weird. <laughs> I think when he wants to, but only when he's awake. Yeah, it was something to that effect. Uh, yeah. No, I just realized there's a formatting error in my uh, in my notes. I think I accidentally like jumbled up the order of a couple things. Uh, yeah, because I think you mentioned the Jericho promo. That might have been SmackDown. Yeah, because like the next thing is just the ref DQ's angle, and it's like I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> that's not until Kurt Angle versus Kane on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, there might be a minor error in your formatting. So I love the, notes. So mainly the, the, the <laughs> um, again Jericho was very entertaining on commentary. Yeah. But yeah, fuck you. Match at the paper you didn't matter. We got your money, sucker. Got your money. Also, don't they don't they have replays on Tuesdays? You just wasted fucking potential replay buys. Yeah. The same match, but this time the outcome is reversed. Yep. And good job, good job, that's dude. raw. That's raw where it was kind of it was Center. very interesting and unique. So I'll it give it that. Unique. Yes. It, even though, like, some of the things in it were fucking weird. <laughs> and it could have been booked to have, like, the big segment be the end of the show, but... Yeah. Yeah, otherwise, we're heading to Rockford, Illinois. We're, we're uh, going to the Metro Center for SmackDown. Vince requires an announcement. He wants attention, please. The NWO yes. is Sawi. The he's like saying about how he's upset about the NWO beating up The Rock, but it's like you fucking hired them. Well, our audio glitched. Uh, luckily, it only glitched for a couple seconds, so we could just go back to what we were talking about. Sorry uh, about that. <laughs> so what were we talking about? I think it was... Um... Um, we were talking about the opening to SmackDown and Vince's apology, yeah. or Vince's NWO apology. Yes, Vince Vince uh, saying that uh, that he's appalled by what the NWO did, even though he fucking hired them. And uh, the intro starts, and Michael Cole goes from, like, super indignant about how, like, um, about the light punishment the NWO is going to receive. Because they had to, like, they had to do community service and, like, a public apology. But then he immediately goes into, like, shill mode. And it's such a fucking jarring, like, juxtaposition. Oh, yeah, just this weird, like pivot to advertisement he has to do after calling Vince McMahon like a sick fuck and all that shit. Yeah, like a, this is a this is bullshit, but hey, welcome to SmackDown. We're having this card tonight. It's oh my God. Whoa, hold on. Hold on. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, slow down. At least have someone else do it. Have someone else do it. Or at least like like start with one and then lead into the other. Like if you started with shill mode and then you started talking about the NWO apology i don't know 
Anyway, we got I'm our a, we got our match. I was gonna say I might need help with this because, uh, yeah, my my notes are my notes are still fucked up. In case you were we got, wondering, uh, we got Kurt Angle versus Kane starting off, which uh, the match starts and then immediately we get into a DQ in like like less than a minute, so it's super disappointing. Yeah, because it could because this is one of those things where you know. I mean, yeah, King has been kind of just destroying people for a while, but Kurt and King could easily put on a decent match, but nope, they we don't a, get they that. They did a couple of weeks ago, if I recall, like a few weeks back in January. We talked very highly about a Kurt Angle-Kane match that was really good. Yeah, it was super good. So this being like a quick DQ thing, like absolutely disappoints as I was ready for round two. I think then Kane had like a, a beat down of disappointment. And then, and then, I think, no, Kurt Angle beat down Kane. Yeah. And then, like, fucking the timekeeper. The thing I hate about every DQ finish is the timekeeper will repeatedly ring the fucking bell. Oh, he rung the bell five times. That is the signal for me to stop. (laughs) Yeah, I love this so much. He... He finally he he goes over to the timekeeper and fucking German like I think it was either belly belly or German I think it was a belly belly throw the timekeeper. I just fucking I was so like much. ah yes thank you Kurt fucking sick of your shit timekeeper. Ding 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 ding. Shut up. And then he just he beats down Kane some more, and then he yeah, gets he back in the ring. Continuously putting him in the ankle lock. Yeah, and like he gets back in the ring, and then his fucking music plays. So what? That's how that works. Of course. I guess he wins because his music played. Yeah, it's like like, dun, 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 dun. like that is exactly so. what he needed I mean, to do to win. Who got suplex? Fair, through the, they, who got suplex through the table? Either Kane or the Timekeeper. It was it was Kane. Yeah. He actually. Uh, oh, I think I remember he. He angle suplexed him through the table, and then he suplexed him again onto the broken table. And I remember Michael Cole saying, "Suplex through the table again." And it was like, "Again, can't go through the same table after it's unless it's I am the table." (laughs) Unless it's I am the table. Yes. Uh, we cut to Ric Flair and Arn Anderson knowing how to watch TV. Yeah, they're they're watching two horsemen. Two horsemen react to SmackDown. <laughs> but, like, the, the, ca- the camera's not, like, the TV's not showing the way that they're on, like, that the screen is showing on the camera. They're sitting on a couch at a proper angle. I, I love how this is still a thing. Uh, Arn Anderson no longer has his job at FedEx. Yes. <laughs> they, they fired me after what happened with Triple H last week. <laughs> They just say, just talk about like the Kurt Angle beating up Kane. I forget if somebody comes out and talks to them. No, no, it's it's uh, Undertaker because I pointed out that Undertaker looks like a big bottle of Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's he's got this big red, red shirt. <laughs> like, he's big, yeah, like a big sort of red sweatshirt with a hoodie. Yeah, he's, he's here to call Ric Flair a pussy, basically. And I think it's like a Bone Street Crew uh, shirt, like his. Oh like yeah, the BSK. He's got like a Bone Street Crew specialty designed sweatshirt. 
it looked it looked terrible. It did look pretty bad. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sorry. It's uh, time to smack down honest. your vote. It's time to smack down your vote. Ah, uh, yeah. Smack I'll down your vote. It redirects to a really weird like series of like backslashes, but it's like Taz oh, wants yeah. you to vote, or he'll choke you. <laughs> And your mother. <laughs> yeah. I, I put down again. Yeah, Taz wants you to vote, or he'll choke out your mother. Because <laughs> choke it's your like mother. Is, because it's Taz just telling us to go smack down our vote for something. What election is coming up? Which um, is the 2002 midterms. It would be like the Senate oh. and the uh, Congress. Ah, uh, guess who fucking is running then? I guess. I. This must have been Linda. I don't know. If it's the the 2002 Senate midterms, maybe. For some reason, all the tweets on the WWE vote Twitter are just talking about 2011. And then Bret Hart saying, oh, it's election day in Canada. Okay, yeah. It redirects to WWE.com slash inside slash over the ropes slash WWE in your corner slash smackdown your vote. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) I don't know what it really means anyway. I get get. I get the um, I get that it's like yeah, encouraging people to go out and vote. But what does it actually mean? Did they did they think about like register the to vote behind this and like how, what does it mean to they're actually trying smack to, down your vote? They're trying to ape on vote or die. They want you to Pokemon go to the polls. Pokemon go to the polls. They want you to go and... and you know, I, I was saying what you will about Pokemon Go to the polls. At least there's a fucking pun in there. Like, I don't they, get back down your vote. They want to, you to go... They want you to, to go to the polling station, take your vote ticket, fill it out, and then give it a rock bottom. <laughs> I thought you, you were about to say turn it sideways, and shine then it real nice. shine it up real nice, and shove it up Scott Hall's ass. Go to a polling station and beat up everyone there. There might be accusations of voter fraud, as you can see men in black suitcases coming up and pulling votes out of Scott Hall's ass. (laughs) (laughs) I find you were about to say somebody cashing in with a suitcase, but what? Yeah, (laughs) there's a ladder match (laughs) for a suitcase to cast your vote for the right to cast your vote. (laughs) <laughs> it's hundreds of votes. Whoa. Whoa. No one, no one followed me on that. <laughs> so a, Jerry Lawler and video. Michael Cole are sitting depressed in their shitty broken table. Oh, yeah. They're destroying the English table this time. Yeah. I've always, vibes. I've always wondered how they, uh, how, how they continue to do their, uh, do their show. Like, cause like, you know, one of them will have like a stack of notes, and then like, do they have to like bend down to read their notes? Do, like, their, oh, man, do their little TVs my still? Anymore. My question is, do their little TVs still work? Monitors? I don't know. Like their little monitors? I... Do they just have to watch the monitors on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> that may be hilarious if you cut, you 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 cut. It, it cuts to the commentary. They're not even in their chairs anymore. They're sitting like Indian style on the floor. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what's fun? No. What? A 13 minute recap. 
Oh, I don't think we're, I don't yes. think we're at that yet. Or, oh I my god, say, we no. are. Yeah, we are. I think I once I went like I got up to bring down some dishes and take a piss, and this recap was still happening. Yes, it is a thirteen-minute recap. <laughs> if save... I had, they reshowed the entire Rock and Hogan promo, and the beatdown, and the and, truck, and the truck. And I think they also showed like the Austin stuff too. I think I think I think basically they edited parts of the Rock and Hogan Hogan story, but when it got to the actual Rock and Hogan promo, they showed the entirety of it, not edited at all. Well, they were doing this like mystery show timestamp thing of like ten thirty eight p.m. No way out. The scene of the crime where did, Stone did you Cold say Rock and Homo. He said rock and homo. I, I thought so. <laughs> Monday, 9.04 p.m. Our victim returns to Raw and orders a challenge from our culprits. 9.17 p.m. Stone Cold was arrested. 9.39. Our culprit says he needs to do something. Sees Hall and Nash off as they go to Dairy Queen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 9.52 p.m. Our culprit is back in the wing. Wing to wing. <laughs> De demanding the audience respect as The Rock comes out to issue a challenge. Yeah, 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 they wait. They wait. What and are Rock you doing, Mega Fighter? I'm banging her off of music. They wait and oh, okay. Rock accepts. And then, the there's a, then there's a beat down. The Rock is assaulted by the NWO at 10.07 10 p.m. And then they hit them with the truck. The NWO comes out. The NWO comes out as slowly as possible. And pretty much announces the NWO is Sawi. It's so Sawi. And then Stone Cold drives up in a truck. <laughs> that that was so completely unnecessary. Could I wouldn't be against. We could have had a whole fucking match in the time that that took. Yeah, could have. Like that, it would. I wouldn't be against the recap, but if you know, you know, we joke about the fucking. We joke about the fucking. Go ahead, Alec. We joke about the whole fucking like video toaster effects and everything, but the thing is, the recaps are edited so that they're like a minute. Yeah, this wasn't. This was edited, I think they edited to make it longer than it actually was. It was like half of it was edited, and then the rest, they just played the whole goddamn thing. So. Oh, they also showed, like, un unedited footage of No Way Out, too, which is really rare, because they never do that. Hope you, hope you paid for that replay, fuckers. Yeah, fuck you, we got your money. Again. So Stone Cold chases them with the truck, which I think is to establish that Stone Cold is in possession of a truck. I don't know. He also, like, brings a crowbar with him. Yeah, he also takes a crowbar with him, and the NWO run up the ramp. And they try to escape Stone Cold, because Stone Cold's going after them. Stone Cold's gunning for them, because they ran from him last, like, on Monday. And it turns out he slashed their fucking tires <laughs> and wrote what on the side of their uh, limousine. <laughs> Wonderful. But just, yeah, this is going to start a series of segments 
where Austin is going to jail. But we will talk about that after oh, yeah. Edge versus Christian. Ow, my eyes. Oh, fuck. There's where your eyes are real bad. So, uh, this match is sponsored by Resident Evil the Movie and Hungry Man. (laughs) (laughs) This is the, uh, one with... This is the one with, like, the director's wife, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I I mean, they're all the one with the director's wife. I I know, Mila Jovovich, but, like... He just wanted his wife to look cool. I don't know, man. <laughs> he married his own OC, as Matt McMuscles once said. Yes. I, I still kind of enjoy, like, the first few Resident Evil movies are all right, but then it just kind of started to really get way just overlong in the tooth with, like, you, you guys are putting out way too many of these. Uh, Edge beats Christian in pretty quick time. I thought it was interesting that they the commentary didn't really go over their relationship since it's Edge versus fucking Christian. That's a good point. Christian quits. He just grabs a microphone and says he fucking quits. Screw this whole show. I'm out of here. I'm going to TNA five months before it starts up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he starts out by by basically saying, oh, Oh, you think I'm gonna throw a tantrum? Don't, don't you? Well, no, I quit. Which is the ba- basically the employment version of throwing a tantrum. So we pretty much get the equivalent of the NWO in like one of those Scooby Doo hallway chases with Stone Cold, and they Everybody's all like right. and they all like rendezvous in a room. Except for some reason, Scott Hall doesn't show up, and they think that he's been taken out by Stone Cold. And then and they then, cut, and, and then uh, they debate, and then they start debating whether they should leave the room or not to go look for him. And then it's like I think this is where they cut to like Stone Cold heading into a freezer. Yep, and he and inside Scott Hall is like duct taped to a chair. Oh yeah, I remember. Like Stone Cold was like in a drink in like a cooler, and he was like stocking the cooler like I. I do at like two in the morning at my store. I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best. I forgot I did that. That's wonderful. There's a video of me just screaming, I'm the best while stocking my cooler at work. Because when you're stocking a cooler at two in the fucking morning, you kind of lose your mind a little bit. So yeah, uh, Stone Cold done himself a kidnapping. He is kidnapped Scott Hall. So let me look up kidnapping charges in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that no one, I hope the FBI doesn't contact us for all these searches we're doing. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Thank you, Chicago criminal lawyer, David Feinberg for uh, attorney at law for, for letting us know what the charges are for kidnapping. Person to commit the offense of aggravated kidnapping when he he or she commits a kidnapping and kidnaps with the intent to obtain ransom from the person kidnapped or from any other person. Well, I mean, I don't think it was a ransom. I think he was trying to lure Hogan and Nash. Yeah. Would that be aggravated kidnapping? (laughs) Probably not. The charge of kidnapping can be subject to someone to quite possibly one of the strictest penalties possible in Chicago. There was all the severe punishments, those committed to the crime of kidnapping. These types are, of crimes are equal to not greater than murder or robbery. Uh, 
Kidnapping is a class two felony. Um, you can have a it's a sentence minimum of twenty years. Wait, no, minimum sentence of um twenty years for aggravated and five years for second degree kidnapping, which is probably what this is. So Stone Cold's got five years in the click. You got five years. Wrong click. Five years. The clink. I think you mean. I think you mean the clink. Yeah, I said the clink. Fuck you. <laughs> you're fired. You're fired. You you don't even work here. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so Austin is just kidnapped a man. Also, he puts like a beer on Scott Hall's shoulder and he's like, you want it? Want to drink the beer? And it's like, really? You, you fucking... fucking alcoholic shit. <laughs> right? Like, let's just, let's just, that's just mean, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Recovering alcoholic. So Stone Cold, you're on the rap sheet. Why is it f slower for me than you? Does it like me less? Ah, no, shut your know. fucking mouth. Don't don't you double doink me, Dick Wolf. Don't you double You can don't, don't need this shit, co-producer speedweed. <laughs> Co-produced by speedweed. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. That's what I should have put on this, like, episode of, like, the logo. Just put the Law & Order thing underneath it. Or, like, co-produced by Dick Wolf or Speedweed. Yeah, whatever it was, yeah. Yes. I might uh, do that in the, uh, I might do that in the logo edit. Yeah, Dick Wolf is uh, a Law & Order producer. Yeah, but Speedweed is a co-producer. Yeah. Oh, he is? Yes. <laughs> is that actual thing? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Dick Wolf and Speedweed. <laughs> I must have missed. I've never seen that. I, I think I there's a small rotation Wolf. of co-producers, but Speedweed's like one of the major ones. Yeah, because he works well with Dick Wolf. <laughs> now for variations of tag team matches, we've seen the Hardys versus the Dudleys, but RVD and Landstorm are on the teams. Yes. I guess it's because Landstorm very, doesn't have a, doesn't have Christian with him, so we got a very low Jerry Lawler first count for this week with only four. Yeah, only one gay joke, and even then, I wasn't sure if that counted. Two weeks in a row, the Hardys are wearing awful ring attire, or mostly I think, Jeff. I think Jeff has like pigtails and a hat and a hat. Yeah, L last week Jeff wore roll, uh, like a yellow mesh shirt over purple. I was going to say, I think wearing... he might have saw Snoop Dogg in it, or Snoop Dogg doing it, because, like, the music video for the next episode was around this time. This time he's wearing black oh, mesh over yellow. And Matt came out wearing a gray jacket for some reason. I'm wearing a gray jacket. <laughs> over his purple shirt. Over my purple shirt, yeah. He doesn't have that theme yet. <laughs> RVD wins. This is this is just another good standard tag match. the The wrestling is all right. Yeah, it's there just... was a at the end of the match. I know. I swear, it looked like Matt looked like he got uh, he was bleeding from the mouth. I'm not sure why. He might have been. He might have gotten cut. Uh, oh yeah, his his think... mouth was bleeding. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, he might have gotten a mouth cut. Like, just catching, like, the turnbuckle or whatever. Steph goes to yell at Ric Flair. 
I uh, don't yeah. remember why. Probably because of the overturned match results. Oh. The over yeah. And uh, then there's like a flushing noise and we were all confused. <laughs> yeah. And then Triple H comes out and is like, was Triple H in the bathroom? Sorry, ladies. Hunter is taken. Taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. Yeah, Triple yeah, H we were... was just taking a shit and then he just walks over into frame <laughs> to like it... confront Stephanie and show how large he is compared to Stephanie. My god, his fucking shoulder was like the size of a watermelon. Like, this <laughs> dude was fucking pumping HGH like for days. Like, Jesus Christ. He's got a he's got a large vein running down his arm. This is God. It's kind of disgusting. You take one of the you roll back one of those H's a letter and you know what I think. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Holy hell. Time, time to take a poo. <laughs> Do you think he? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a no. stupid idea. Don't don't be a coward. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know it'd be really funny if like Triple H had a bidet, and when it sprayed water to clean him off, he spit water out his mouth. <laughs> Now I'm always gonna be fucking bad. It's all about the days. He took. He literally. He. He, he he had the bidet spray into his mouth and then he used the bidet. Oh my gosh. He, he, he holds his mouth open. The bidet sprays him and then he sprays the water out again. Well, I was thinking like it goes up his ass and then it comes out his mouth. <laughs> like a sprinkler. Either that or he already has water in his mouth and he's just doing yeah. it for like the visual gag. Yeah. My thought was more like he 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 lets the bidet. I that too. He catches the bidet spray in his mouth and then uses it to spit. I'm fresh. <laughs> don't let don't no. ever don't ever have me film commercials for people because I would ask Triple H to do that and then he would punch me. <laughs> You're not allowed to book raw. <laughs> you know. Doesn't it? I'm. I'm wondering. Is is it actually a thing? Like, if you come out after taking a really smelly dump, that like that you smell like you did af as you don't go the in there. No, no, no. That you do. That you smell. Let like you so smell. You <laughs> I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking. Like as as he came out of the bath. I mean, if you don't properly wipe, I imagine you're gonna have a. You gotta. You gotta get like, in there. Don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. You got make sure to use the right wipe. What's funny is, as if, as as he's come, he comes up to greet Steph, and she's like, "Woof! Oh my God! What the hell?" <laughs> I mean, Richie has been known to make it loud and make it stinky. Yeah, that that that, that would make Booker T throw up. Where is Rikishi, by the way? Gone. Gone. You know what I've actually been wondering, like. Where, um, you know what I'm wondering? Where's the big show? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> also, yeah, where is the big show? They send him back where... to fat already. It's not like even. He's not even that fat right now. Ago, he was a few weeks ago. 
uh, having a match with the Dudleys. He was in a match with the Dudleys. I remember that. Yeah, where'd he go? Where'd Big Show? Where'd anybody? Well, I've disappeared. Well, you can't find me. I'm hiding in a well. Well, <laughs> what's the big show? I'm hiding in a world. <laughs> so, speaking of bidets, Hogan's got a shuffle. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. The, the 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 great subtlety of giving Hulk Hogan a shovel to find to find as a weapon for when they hunt down Steve Austin. True, but uh, the shovel is more associated with Triple H, honestly. Well, yeah, but who do you think granted him that? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, so we got more like just kind of like silly antics of like, where's where's Austin? We got to find Austin. We got to beat him up. We got to find Austin and we got to rescue Scott Hall. Which I guess makes some of the baby faces here because Austin kidnapped a man. Yeah. Uh, we now have a match that kind of confused us for a second. The WF tag titles, Spike Dudley and Taz versus Billy and Chuck. Yeah. We had the pay-per-view match where the APA won, but that was for... um. That, that was, was for... Uh, the this is some weird pool. shit. <laughs> some weird... That so, was for a, a shot at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, like, so Taz and Spike are the champions, and the APA has a shot against the champions, but Billy and Chuck just have the number one contendership for some reason. Or they just, they're that good or of they just randomly get a title shot on TV. And they win. And they win. <laughs> also, the APA don't know how to watch TV. Yes. They watch it at an angle. They're the assholes that fucking started this trend. God damn it, Bradshaw. Why do you have to ruin everything? You yeah, ruined... Billy and Chuck, they fucking did it. The absolute the absolute mad lads. The best team in the business. The best right now. team. Of, they are... of all the tag teams, they are the best team. Legitimately, there are they have won all their matches so far. Like, they've had very few losses besides the tag team turmoil and the pose down. So They are in sync with each other. They're always doing their stretches. And they're, they're keeping they're high morale. Keeping high morale. They're giving each other weight why do you think that? Why do you think they got that calendar together? That is for morale. <laughs> that is for morale. That is side hustle, too. Side hustle. Make, make your money. <laughs> and now they're the tag champs. And fucking Bradshaw, he ruined everything. He ruined watching TV on wrestling, and he ruined the blue meanie's face. <laughs> Piece of shit. So but yeah, new tag champs. We we cut to the back, and Stone Cold found his final spot for Scott Hall, which is sort of like this kind of like nondescript cage area, where like he's sitting in a chair underneath a spotlight. And my question is, is the cameraman going to help? <laughs> yes. Why does the cameraman never help when there are clearly crimes happening? By the way, like, can I go back to Billy Gunn for a second? I, don't, I, I, I found a picture of him on Twitter where he has apparently got himself into a bodybuilder kind of build. It's oh, yeah, crazy. He's been doing, doing bodybuilding stuff. Apparently he's he actually shredded got... his 
fuck? And he's like 50. He's like, holy fuck, Billy. He, he wants to he wants to look good wrestling with his son. Not like that. Don't don't quote me. <laughs> wrestling with his sons. Not like that. No. <laughs> not like that. It's it's a tag team. <laughs> Trio, they're the gun club. They're the gun club. I thought they were the gum club, but apparently I was wrong, just like Taz was. <laughs> look, look. He doesn't. He doesn't make out with his sons. That's Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Titus, <laughs> <laughs> kissing my sons. Now worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> Why did I write Scott Hall is cheese? I don't. Oh, because it's because he's baiting them, I guess. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Thanks, oh, yeah. me from fucking Thursday. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think. I think Scott Hall. Uh, I'm sorry, Scott Hall. Steve uh, describes. Yeah, Scott Hall. I'm. I'm gonna use you like a. I'm using you as bait, like you're a big piece of cheese. Oh, Scott Hall is cheese. Okay. Scott Hall is cheese. Yes. Hey, yo, I'm cheese. So, yeah, <laughs> the Hall and Nash, they go who around wants looking a, for... Who wants they go a Razor's cheese? Score one for the cheesy guy. <laughs> Score one for the cheese man. <laughs> so, uh, the NWO eventually find him, and then t some tomfoolery happens, and Stone Cold manages to, like bamboozle them and lock them in the cage and then That's take Scott Hall out. So they're, so yeah, they're, they're in like, assault and in false like imprisonment this, now. Yeah, like assault and false imprisonment are added onto Stone Cold's charges. Yeah, he, he has them in this like caged area in backstage somewhere and then yeah, and then he then he uh, ambushes them and then traps them in it. I think so, uh, that I think he just straight up takes fucking Scott Hall to a truck. <laughs> yeah, he takes him into a truck. He's not tied up though, so he can totally get out of that flatbed. Yeah, he doesn't feel like it though. He doesn't, I guess. He's just what is too the busy. charge for false imprisonment? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, let's get the false imprisonment charges in Chicago. Maybe we could ask Ice T if he knows anything about this. Unlawful restraint is a cl class four felony offense punishable by one to three years in prison and a fine of up to $25,000. Yeah, false imprisonment is a misdemeanor or a class, class four felony and is up to a, is like a year or slightly more in prison. Yeah, but that's just stacking onto all the other charges. So Yes. He's got, he's got like almost 25 years coming to him. Oh, yeah. So eventually, um, was there a match before this? But I remember uh, Austin coming out and, and bringing 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 Scott Hall out into the ring to screw but them. Stone up. Cold, Stone Cold, you are on camera committing crimes. This case is closed. Oh no, not that. No, no, not Ace, not just Ace Ventura, pet detective. No, no. <laughs> Wait, what? What were you? Oh, what just happened? 
No, no, not that either. Bodies hanging from telephone poles. And we hold on, hold on. Let me get you the fucking. Get you the fucking video. I need a soundboard. <laughs> I need a soundboard. Oh, this is just going get all wrong. We can get this. I got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's caught. Oh, man. We are screwed. <laughs> this show anyway. is garbage. Uh, <laughs> anyway. No one's ever going to watch us again because we can't get our audio right. I don't like people. I don't like people who don't have an actual soundboard. I'm going to seek my enjoyment somewhere else. I'm going to go to um, the Joshi podcast or Death Graps. Oh. I don't or know OSW these people, reviews. but uh, or, or, or the C show, not that one. <laughs> the other C show. <laughs> we yeah, were the C show first, but we're show. open to collabs. Uh, <laughs> you guys watch main event. If you can get if you can get heat on the network, we're on, we're on for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so uh, we get uh, Stephanie McMahon coming out in like a skin tone pants. Like weird flesh colored skin tone pants and a black like shirt. That's like a black so, top and like skin tight vinyl flesh tone pants. It's very weird. I don't remember what she was talking about. Triple H, probably. Triple H, probably. Yeah, she was talking about Triple H. Jericho is here uh, and he has stolen Guy Fieri's shirt. Uh, and Stephanie's pants. He teams up with Stephanie, and they sit at the commentary table together. Yep, she, she, he basically comes out and says, "I've called, I've called you all these na these uh, names, horrible and names. then uh, these horrible names, and finally, I understand you're a conniving, conniving, beautiful conniving genius." Yeah, he 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 becomes like like yeah, I like you now because I'm a heel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And yeah, overall, the main, the main uh, entertaining part of this promo is is Jericho because Steph is still in her kind of a little bit of a screechy phase, annoyingly screechy phase, before she dropped her voice. It, it's I get you know it's let's what we talked about. It's like. Um, when when someone's uh, is obnoxious, it they need to you need someone to be able to shut them up. Yeah, and I don't. You don't really. I don't I'm really sure know if there's it, anyone I'm, capable of shutting her up right now. Well, she had got to get shut up by Triple H for the whole wedding segment, but we haven't really. Other than that, we she's not really getting any come bump. You know, Cumbumbans. comeuppance or anyone who is really telling, yeah, you know, coming in to tell her you need to, you need to shut up, kind of thing. So Triple H comes out and just completely ignores the fact that he has a match to just, just go beat up Chris Jericho. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Jericho. Got, uh, Out comes Hot Sauce Undertaker. 
Oh yeah, this I match th just doesn't happen. And I think basically. Undertaker just stares and then leaves. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's like I did my job. <laughs> I don't all. have to work. I don't have to work tonight. I don't gotta work SmackDown. <laughs> Unlike Jericho. <laughs> Screw it. <clears throat> I'm out of here. So Stone Cold is now loading up uh, Scott Hall into the truck. He makes a joke about falling and can't not getting up, and I was like, call life alert. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold might be driving under the influence, but I'm not entirely sure. We haven't seen him drink yet, so... Yeah. Actually, I think he took a little bit of a sip of beer, but that's about it. So he loads him up on the truck, he drives him out, and he takes him to the ring to beat him up and then take a spray can and paint... I think it was 316 on it, and he actually has decent spray paint penmanship. He put... I put he put uh yeah three sixteen on it, and that was SmackDown. That was SmackDown. Uh, yes, there were Michael Cole. All I got left is Michael Cole endorsing oh, um, kidnapping and assault, of course. Yes. And, oh, I remember Mike. I'll tell you what, you son of a bitch. I'm the best it's ever been. Out and out, round boy, round. At the end of the show, they actually let Undertaker the house on the rising soon. They actually the let Michael Cole get away with saying "branded your ass" without censoring the uh, censoring ass when they've been when they had been censoring that word for the uh, the whole rest of the show. Huh? How about that? Granny does your dog bite? No town, no. Anyway, so that was this week of of Rassel Boys. Uh, Thank you. I good night. No. <laughs> Yeah, the they this SmackDown they pet spent a huge amount of focus spending time having Stone Cold talk to a kidnap a uh, kidnap Sock Hall and then the having minute recap and oh then having God. the NWO looking for him. It is just way too much. Oh, it is too much. There was barely like any wrestling. It was just some Scooby Doo shit. I don't know. They didn't need to have it like that. All they need, all you needed, was like for this to work uh, for the story bits was the fake apology, Austin's initial attack, then the NW will get up, run off, then they notice Scott is missing and decide to go look, and then have them find Scott somewhere, and then Austin ambushes them. That's it. That's all yeah. you needed. Yeah, you could have cut a another bit of stuff like you could easily condense this whole story down to a much shorter uh much shorter bit of uh, well if stuff. here's the thing just i don't know just it felt like if you don't have anything to put on this fucking show don't put on this show like you have so many people wrestling in your roster but you only had like three matches or some shit. Like I don't know. It's this is a case of like there. I'm sure there have probably been other times. I just can't think of them. But it's like Vince. At least in this case, Vince seems to have forgotten what show he's writing for. <laughs> like I like you're Raw. Writing, you're writing for a wrestling show. We're here to watch them wrestle. This is what they do best. We don't 
we don't watch them to uh, watch them run around searching for someone and talking and having someone. Well, having, I mean, I think it's okay to pepper it throughout. Talk the... to someone, rap, you know, sitting in a chair the whole time. I don't mind them peppering it through the night, but like, if you're doing a narrative through line, you need to make sure that every time you cut back, there's like new information. Yeah, that I think that was yeah, that's one of the things I was gonna say. It's like they kept come the amount of times they cut back to because if you have several all, scenes with the same purpose and each one doesn't give you any more information, they're reductive scenes, and you can you can much, get rid yeah, of them. It, you're you know yeah, you cut back to either Scott Hall talking to. I'm sorry, Stonehold talking to the kidnapped Scott Hall or to the NWO looking for him. And you're just basically seeing the same thing essentially repeated. It is like it's either them looking for him or Scott Hall is kidnapped with Stone Cold basically psychologically torturing him. And nothing is, and it's, it's really not that much difference. You're watching the same thing. This is, yeah. This is one of the worst SmackDowns I can ever remember watching. <laughs> this this was bad. It's weird how it was a decent Raw and then just a dog shit SmackDown. These are, I, I think the Raw had more matches. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they haven't even imagined. They had more matches. matches. There wasn't yeah. even that many matches. I didn't think it was like five matches on Raw and. Okay, no, it's an even amount of matches, but. Then again, fucking Kurt Angle versus Kane was so fucking short. I honestly, I was going to actually, for research, I wanted to go back and find out exactly how much time they actually spent wrestling on SmackDown, but I just never got around to it. But it didn't seem like much. For sure. Yeah. And I think you, Allie, said that when this is another instance where like you i mean you give this and the nwo this big thing over where they're finally looking like the threat that they've been hyping and uh, then they and then they get fucking thwarted by one kind of drunk texan guy <laughs> exactly yeah that's and it I makes you think really why good. did why did rock have trouble if stone cold could just fuck with them like this under their noses you know, I was actually doing a little research on the NWO, and uh, I found out something that I didn't know about them, is that one of the other problems with the, just, I mean, I've, I already talked uh, about them being eventually becoming too big cause they, because they kept recruiting new members to the point like being in the NWO was no longer special. And it got so big that they actually did a split where they had the NW black and then the NW red. Yeah, it, it was a more mess. More than just that, when the NWO started, I didn't know this, and for a while, the NWO had didn't have the right balance of where they were the cool heels, but you still... Sh- where a few people in the audience liked them, but mostly you were, you were supposed you got the impression you 
you generally had people booing them. Actually, no, the reverse happened. They were actually too cool to the point that the audience was actually cheering for the NWO and and hating on the bait the baby faces that were supposed to be like the good guys. I was going to say like it, it makes me think that um that sort of is a lack of faces more than anything of like people that you want to cheer more than the other guys or a lack of credible faces, yeah. <laughs> lack of credible faces, yeah. Everyone got clowned on by the NWO. Everyone looked like a joke. Everyone got clowned on. Everyone got looked like fools. And that's why they couldn't draw a crowd anymore after a certain while. It's like, oh, we just want to cheer for the NWO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So. That was Awards. Awards. <laughs> Awards. Awards. Uh. MVP, I'm going to go with my usual standard, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kurt Angle. We're, we, were, we're saying, we were saying, like, he's been winning this so often that we might have to make the MVP award the Kurt the Angle, Kurt Angle award. award. Yeah, we might do the fucking, like, thing the, they do. The Observer uh, trick. The, the thing um, the Observer does where, like, you name it after the guy who gets it the most, so we might call it the Kurt Angle award. <laughs> uh, underrated this, this week is Christian. Yes. I'm actually yes. going to go with uh, Jericho this week. Jericho? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he's still undisputed champion, and I feel like... But then again, he also isn't being used very often. He he didn't he didn't really... This week, he didn't get a lot of prom... He'd, he mostly he sat at the announce table. Yeah, he was like on commentary, and then he had the promo of Stephanie, Stephanie at the towards the end of SmackDown, but otherwise he didn't, wasn't really, he didn't really have like any matches or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair argument. The Y segment. Oh man, where do we go with this? Uh, the 13 minute re unedited recap. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the 13 minute quite... recap. Definitely. Why not just have, I don't know, just some guys wrestle? I would also say a wonder, uh, uh a uh, runner-up would just be the amount of times we we cut to us kidnap Scott Hall. That too, just like just have some matches. Uh, thirst counts four. I'm trying to remember who he was thirsting over. It might have been fucking. It uh, was usually Lita or Stacy. Oh no, it was the Dudleys. Right? Yeah, I think that's when it was. Is when is when Stacy came out with the Dudleys. That's when we finally got her. Got her. Yeah. Very well, it was also Lita was also there. Yeah. The I'm sorry. It's just the way you said. Oh no, it was the Dudleys. Really confused me for a second. <laughs> oh, I want to fuck after. the Dudleys. <laughs> oh no, it's the Dudleys. Oh no, it is the Dudleys. <laughs> no, just the way he's like. Oh no, it was the Dudleys. Like he first did after the Dudleys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only one gay joke. I can't even remember what it was. It was like everything was kind of like edging the line. Well, I More think it was anything. Stone Cold. I think it was a Stone Cold thing he said. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm imagining Jerry going, "Oh my God, Bubba, please put me through a table." Oh, oh. I want your Bubba bomb in my ass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I think that's no. it. That so is, yeah, we are. Uh, so uh, thanks for watching, Rassle Boys. 
Uh, also, sorry for the slight delay that happened this week, but yeah, fucking life, whatever. Yeah, things happen. Well, you can, get, yeah, we got work. Like you can follow else. us on Twitter at Rasselboys, W-R-A-S-S-L-E, boys. We have a YouTube. We might make a dedicated YouTube channel if we get enough viewers. We have Anchor, Spotify, Breakcast, some other shit. And we are on iTunes. The official announcement. We are on iTunes. <laughs> We're it on turns iTunes. out we had, we had been on iTunes the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on iTunes this whole time. So if you watch it on iTunes, I'm sorry, I guess. Thank, I, if you've been watching it on iTunes, fuck you for not telling us you were watching it on iTunes. It's your fault. <laughs> this is Everything is your fault. It's your fault, iTunes listeners. You could have told us. And we wouldn't have seen those messages in any way because we didn't know. Yes. So, yeah, I guess we're going to see things off with the thing we always say